Welcome to Years to Feel. Thank you for joining in for today's episode of Communication a Different Way. I want to invite you to relax and enjoy the next few minutes while we unpack on communication. This afternoon, I want to talk about communication. Communication is very important between a male and female, a mom and a dad, mom and children, an employer and employee, and the list goes on and on. Many people struggle with communication for varying reasons. Some could be that they're impatient, they don't want to take the time to really explain themselves, they assume others should just know what they're trying to say, or what they mean, or how they feel. A lot of people feel that being rude is an acceptable form of communication and that it's okay that you shouldn't be so sensitive or you shouldn't be so easily offended. Some of that may be true. However, I feel that there is no reason to be rude or to be cruel or to be cynical when you're trying to have a basic conversation with someone. Of course, there are times where laughter promotes cynicism, rudeness, a little coarseness. That may be acceptable if both parties are willing to do that. But what I'm talking about is how do you feel when someone is rude to you? How do you feel when you're just trying to have a basic conversation like I'm trying to have with you? And they're just rude. No matter what you ask, no matter how you say it, no matter what you do, you get a rude and abrupt and impatient response. What does the Bible say about that? Well, I found a few scriptures that I found were helpful to me when I found myself struggling with rude people or me feeling like I was going to be rude and having to bite my tongue, which I do regularly because I don't want to come across as rude or obnoxious or insensitive. One of the scriptures that I found that you may find interesting and, and helpful when you're trying to concentrate and find a tool that might help you be less rude and knowing how to talk to somebody is in the Bible. There's a chapter in a book. It's Titus chapter three, verse two. The first one I'm going to read is the new international version. And it says to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate and always to be gentle toward everyone. The next version I like is the amplified Bible version. And it's to slander or abuse no one to be kind and conciliatory and gentle, showing unqualified consideration and courtesy toward everyone. Now, conciliatory, for those that may not know, mean to pacify or to make someone feel better. Um, I had to do a little research on that myself to understand how it was meant. But isn't that what we want? Don't we want people to be honest, of course, but a lot of times people feel if they're being honest, that gives them the right to just blurt it out without any sensitivity, without any filter, without any consideration 
of the other person's feelings. It comes back to, you ask my opinion, I'm just going to spit it out, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, and that's okay. No, it's not okay. I do not believe that is okay. And according to the Bible, it is not okay. We can be kind. We can be considerate. We can be gentle. And that's what the Bible says to do, to be peaceable and considerate to everyone. So when you are speaking to someone and you're trying to have a conversation, maybe keep these two different versions in mind of this verse. It may help you to be a little bit more gentle, a little bit more pacifying. You may have to swallow your pride. You may have to take it slower and think about what you're saying. But if it keeps peace between two people, isn't that the ultimate goal? Rather than offending, hurting, and then perhaps having to apologize for said behavior. I feel that a lot of times between a husband and a wife, or best friends, sisters, whatever the relationship may be, people can have a tendency to get comfortable. And in that comfort, the manners and the walls are dropped to a level that is unacceptable. Just because you're in a close relationship with someone doesn't mean that you treat them with less respect or in a manner that would be any less nice than you would treat a stranger. Because after all, the people involved in your life that are close to you deserve more kindness, more respect, more time and attention than a random stranger that you would be courteous to, you would be nice to, you would automatically tip your hat, hold the door, just be considerate or courteous. People that we love or that we hold dear deserve much more than a random stranger would get. If you are quick to laugh with strangers, but you're slow to laugh at home, what is that saying to members of your family? If the sense of humor is easily displayed to outsiders or social media, but it is not at home, how is that creating an environment of fun and happiness and cheer in the walls of your very environment? that safe place called home. When we can learn to treat others the same way we want them to treat you or ourselves, that's key. There is a Bible verse in Luke 631, this is the Amplified Bible, that says, treat others the same way you want them to treat you. The New Living Translation puts it this way, do to others as you would like them to do to you. That is has been and will always be a go-to statement for many when they're trying to describe to somebody, well, just treat me how you want to be treated. That can vary, of course, in the series of communicative words between two people because one person may feel that it's okay to just say what's on their mind. They may not feel that emotion comes into play with verbal exchange. But the other person may feel emotion does need to come into play with verbal exchange, and it can be transferred between two people successfully. Some people are less emotional, but more intellectual. Other people, of course, would be maybe more emotional, less intellectually verbed. And both are okay. I think the point that I really want to stress is 
when you're talking to someone, be kind, be considerate, be gentle, be thoughtful. Take into account that they too have feelings, that they're dealing with things just as you are. They're busy. They may have a thousand thoughts running through their mind. I need to go to the grocery store. I need to get to the bank. I need to pick up my child. I need to complete this project at work. I need to figure out what I'm going to fix for dinner. I need to get the laundry done. I need to water my plants. And the list goes on and on and on. And each of us have those busy minds that say, I don't have time to issue a smile. I don't have time to put forth too much thought into what you're going to think if I say something. I'm not walking on eggshells for you. No one is expected or should walk on eggshells per se, but when you truly love someone and when you care, don't you put forth effort? Don't you want to put forth effort to ensure that that person's feelings are protected? Isn't that what the Lord says for us to do? Isn't that how we would want to be treated? First Corinthians 13, five says, it is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account the wrong endured. That's the Amplified Version. The New Living Translation puts it this way. For rude, it does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wrong. That's what we want to carry out in our daily lives with the people we care about, with strangers, with whoever that we may encounter. If you're at a grocery store and you see a lady who seems to be down, not smiling, lend her your smile. How long does it take to just stop and say hello as you walk by? But I firmly believe just issuing a smile, saying hello, making eye contact, eye contact, issuing a compliment, those things are easily done and they don't take any time. You can do them as you're walking by from one aisle to the next. But it can mean a lot to somebody who may be going through a dark time, who may feel left out and lonely and totally invisible to the world. How good would that feel if you were having a bad day, if you didn't feel like you were at your best or you looked horrible or maybe you were struggling with something and somebody, somebody just simply said, hello, how are you? I hope you have a good day or you look great today. Being genuine and sincere is priceless and it's effortless, it's painless. It's easy to do if we swallow our pride and realize that we too need encouragement. We too need communication that is conducive to health and well-being instead of abuse or slander or rudeness or offensiveness or lack of thought or feeling. I feel there is no reason to talk to people that way. When you can say what you want in a calm and peaceful manner, granted, like these verses, it's important to reread them over and over because I myself struggle from time to time, as I said before. But I still stand that it is doable. It is, it is reasonable to believe that we can communicate this way. Rudeness is abundant in our culture. Cynicism is way accepted. And it shouldn't be. People's emotions are usually squashed quickly because something simple as how are you today comes to great. 
I'm fine. When in essence, they're trying to communicate, I may not be fine. Do you really want to know how I'm doing today, or is it just a generic statement to seem interested? There are times where, as I said, you're in a grocery store and you're saying hello, I hope you have a good day. You may not have time to engage in a complete conversation of how someone is feeling. But what if you did take five minutes, ten minutes, to really address and see and hear someone and listen to them, to just care? And then you could follow up with, hey, I don't really have a long time to get into this, but maybe we could discuss this later. Can we meet up for lunch or a phone call? Communication is a two-way street, and it is very important to be able to take time to understand the other person's perspective without judgment or offense, without criticism and impatience. These are all qualities that we all have to work at, hence the scriptures to help us. Prayer is another key factor in trying to communicate with someone that you may struggle with. Asking God to give you the words to be the salt in our mouth, to help us to say the exact right things and for the Holy Spirit to guide us on what to say is also extremely important and helpful. So maybe the next time you're going to have a conversation with someone, or maybe you want to talk through this channel to me, you want to be heard, right? That's the key. You want to be heard. You want to be understood. You want someone to listen. If that's you and you have something you want to say, subscribe to the channel, hit like, send me a comment, let me know. I will do my best to communicate with you and help you feel heard because after all, that's what we all want. Have a great day.